Welcome to the Sadler Lectures podcast. Responding to popular demand, I'm converting my philosophy videos into sound files you can listen to anywhere you can take an MP3. If you like what you hear and want to support my work, go to patreon.com sadler. I hope you enjoy this lecture. In his discussion of justice in book one of On Duties, Cicero reminds us of a very important fact, namely that there's more than one way to do the wrong thing. One way, as he says, is to actually inflict wrong, to do injustice to somebody in that way by, by doing something active. The other way can happen through omission or failure or a lack on our own part. So Cicero tells us that another way of doing wrong or another kind of injustice occurs when we don't protect others from injustice, when we have the capacity to do so. That's a very important provision there. Obviously, if we don't have any sort of real capacity to intervene, then it's not an injustice on our part. But if we see somebody being bullied and we can intervene and it might cost us something, but it's not going to lead us to be killed or something like that, probably Cicero would say that we have a duty to intervene and to fail to do so is a, a serious problem. He says that the person who doesn't prevent or oppose wrong, if he can, and notice what he says here, is just as guilty of wrong as if he deserted his parents or his friend or his country. So Cicero thinks that these failures to do the right thing, to keep others from doing the wrong thing, or to protect those who are vulnerable to harm or injury or insult from being harmed, is in fact quite culpable. And so this is something that we ought to take quite seriously. The other thing that he tells us about this is a little bit later on, and it's kind of an inquiry. He asks, well, why do people fail in this duty to protect those who are perhaps not only vulnerable, but for whom they're responsible? Why do bosses not protect their employees? Why do parents not protect their children? Why do children not protect their parents later on? Why do we allow other people to injure, to insult, to humiliate people who we could protect. So he gives us a whole list of these. And a lot of these, you know, we might want to look at the Latin terms a little bit. He says that some people do it out of a sort of reluctance. And he, he names three things that we might be reluctant to have to engage with. They're kind of a pain for us. We don't want to deal with that. And the word dealing with here in, in the Latin translation is a little bit more old fashioned that we have is to incur, right? right? But but the Latin is suscipere, to endure, to have to deal with, to, to, to have to endure is, is a, another word as well. And so one of these is hostility or hatred from other people. Who's going to be hostile towards us? Well, if we keep those who are, say, exploiting workers from exploiting those workers, if we call attention to it, we say, you're doing the wrong thing, they may in fact get angry with us. They may resist us. They may say that we're the bad guys. Similarly, if we get in, in between somebody who's beating up another person, that person may turn on us and try to attack us as well. And so a lot of people say, I, I just don't want to get involved. It's not really my fight. It's not my thing. But the issue is that they're really acting out of a sense of fear, fear of what is going to happen to them. 
trouble. Some other issues may come out of it. Should I get involved in the fight between the big guy and the little guy? Well, but my tie might get messed up. I just finished tying it. Should I really get in there and start duking it out with someone? Uh, I don't know. You know, if I had my gym clothes on, then of course I'd be in there fighting for them. Well, I mean, we can come up with all sorts of examples of that. And so this is what he calls laborum, right? It takes work on our part. Then we have expense. Well, I would get involved, but I don't want to pay for that. And, you know, if you think about the opportunities that we have in the West to make life better or simply to, to prevent wrong, prevent harm, prevent unjust relations by spending a little bit of money, I think Cicero's discussion here actually bears a lot of fruit. He talks in terms of what it is that we have to pay, what it is that we have to be willing to shell out. So that's one big reason, a sort of reluctance to deal with these sorts of things. He also talks about, you know, he's using synonyms here, indifference, laziness, sluggishness, the last word there is inertia, the word that we get inertia from. It means an unwillingness to get up and do something. The first one is actually negligentia. And this can mean indifference. It can also mean a not caring, which you might say, well, that is being indifferent. But it's not caring about what we ought to care about. When we say that somebody is negligent, that's what we have in mind. They're negligent by not caring about things that they ought to care about. It could be how their appearance affects other people, right? Or it could be about what somebody else saying or doing, what sort of impact that will have on somebody else. And, and Cicero, of course, is not saying that we have to like be, as people like to say these days, snowflakes about this or assume that everybody else is snowflakes. But we know when certain lines have been crossed. If somebody is haranguing another person, they probably shouldn't be doing that. If we see somebody bullying another person, whether physically or emotionally, verbally, we know that that shouldn't be going on. If we see sexual harassment taking place, we shouldn't say, I don't really care about that sort of thing. Cicero says we should be ready to take whatever steps are, are necessary. The other one that he says that's really interesting has to do with what we can call preoccupation or self-focus. The Latin translation here has, has self-interest, but I think being focused on one's own self is probably a better way to talk about it. He says, occupatio is something that intervenes, preoccupation. A little bit later on, he will talk about our own business, negotia, as being what it is. So the things that preoccupy us, the things that we take as worthy of doing can sometimes become impediments to doing justice, to actually protecting people when we should. We can say, hey, you know, I've got all this grading to do, so I can't really respond to this email, even though I probably should. Uh, you know, I've, I've got my own work that I have to concentrate on. If I just do my own stuff and I stick with my job, this other stuff will sort itself out. Or if it doesn't, it's not really my problem. We might say similarly about people within a family. If you know that your child is having trouble in school and you say, well, you know, that's why I send them to school so the school can handle that sort of stuff. I, I really have to focus on the house or on my business 
or on this other relationship over here. Cause, cause you know, I've got to make money in order to make this, this happen anyway. So that's one thing. And then he, he talks about what we're calling here self focus. That's the occupatio studious as well. The things that we are zealous about the things that we take care about, you know, if being concert violinist and putting in the hours and hours of practice means that you have to neglect your duties to protect other people, Cicero would say that's a problem. So we could go on and on with other examples. The last one that he talks about that's particularly interesting is aversion to our fellow human beings. Sometimes we just want to be left the hell alone and we don't really like spending time with these other people. He says, odio quodam hominum suum, right? We don't like other people. And that allows us to justify to ourselves the fact that other people are harming them. Uh, they're, they're jerks anyway. They got it coming to them. We don't have to be concerned with them. Now, I do want to point out one other thing. Back to this preoccupation, this being concerned with one's own projects, one, one's own personal development. Cicero actually criticizes other philosophers here. He says there is reason to fear that what Plato declares of the philosophers may be inadequate when he says that they are just because they're busied with the pursuit of truth and be because they despise and count as not that which most men eagerly seek and for which they are prone to do battle against each other for the death. Plato is saying, look, philosophers are great because they're not going to get into everybody else's business. They're so busy reading their books, thinking about the universe, writing books, teaching classes, doing all that sort of stuff. They stay out of everybody else's hair. Cicero thinks maybe they should get into everybody else's hair. If they're so distracted by their intellectual pursuits that they're neglecting their human duties to protect the weak, the vulnerable, the needy, to not allow injustice to be done to them, then they themselves appear to be unjust. And so he, he goes on and he says, to secure one sort of justice, that's what they do, but they fall into the opposite injustice. Hampered by their pursuit of learning, they leave to their fate those whom they ought to defend. And he says, Plato thinks they won't even assume their civic duties except under compulsion, but this is in fact what they ought to do. So Cicero is an advocate of what we call the active life or a mixed life where intellectual pursuits are coupled with fulfilling duties in an active way. And that is going to include taking care of other people and protecting them from injustice. Failure to do so for any of these motives makes one unjust. Special thanks to all of my Patreon supporters for making this podcast possible. You can find me on Twitter at Philosopher70, on YouTube at the Gregory B. Sadler channel, and on Facebook on the Gregory B. Sadler page. Once again, to support my work, go to patreon.com Sadler. Above all, keep studying these great philosophical works.